This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Oh, man. Let's talk about Keyshawn Nixon versus the Dolphins coverage unit, okay? Uh, I like this one. The Dolphins have allowed the ninth most yardage to punt returners this season. They average giving up almost 11 yards per punt return. And we know that Nixon's confidence is only growing right now. Rodgers has been talking him up. The coaches have admitted that they kind of wish that they would have given him some of those opportunities earlier in the year. They didn't know what they had in this guy, right? And so you know he's going to get a chance to impact the game when he touches the ball. And this might be one of those games where you're willing to take a few more risks on special teams trying to get that big play because of the firepower that the opposing offense has. So I'll be watching Nixon to see if he can break one in this matchup against the Dolphins' below-average coverage unit. Um, before I get into my matchup, I just want to know, Andrew, how you didn't make any type of joke about, um, like sealing sealer, <laughs> the run game, like uh, that felt like it was just low hanging fruit there for you. And, you know, historically you make those kinds of jokes. So I was a little disappointed. I that was waiting for the same thing. I was like written into that. That was like a, <laughs> it was a softball. It was like right there for the big hit and he just didn't take it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I missed that big time, and I'm embarrassed. Um, I do know Zach Sealer, pretty flexible guy. Uh, some people would refer to him as Flex Seal. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we should have just moved on. And <laughs> we should have. I wish you would have. I wish you would have. I will not edit this. He out. apologized to the me. listeners for not giving him a joke, but now he needs to apologize for the joke that <laughs> he the made. Joke. <laughs> I'm not sorry to people that listen to Packaday. Quite frankly, oh yeah, yeah, they know like, what they're getting. <laughs> they know what they're getting on Friday. Yeah, I'm gonna but apologize for, for the people what she said. To the she said. <laughs> sorry, we're so sorry. <laughs> All 
All right. So my uh, second key matchup is Aaron Rodgers versus Javon Holland and Xavier Howard. Um, Rodgers has thrown 10 picks so far this season, which is the third time in his entire career that he's thrown double digit interceptions. And it's kind of crazy to think we still have three games left of the regular season. Just Aaron Rodgers not necessarily looking like vintage Aaron Rodgers. So in the Dolphins secondary, obviously, there's Holland and Howard. They've combined for only three picks so far, but they have 14 passes defense between the two of them. Holland is on the injury report this week, but he should be able to play. And if he does, Rodgers is just going to have to be mindful of those two guys in that secondary because we've seen a lot of miscommunication this season between Rodgers and his receivers. Obviously, there was the one against the Rams with Lazard that led to the Rodgers interception. And then he and Watson were also on separate pages late in the game at the goal line. Um, so there's there's too much talent in this Dolphins secondary for the Finns to not capitalize on some of those mistakes or those miscues. So I think it's going to be up to Rodgers specifically, you know, to not make some of those mistakes. Because the last thing you want to do in these situations is give the Dolphins extra attempts to score even more points against this Packers defense. Yeah, absolutely. And we've, we've seen Rodgers be more interception prone than we've really seen in his career. And so uh, the Dolphins with with all of those playmakers, that, that will be interesting. Uh, I know that Kyle talked about Brandon Shell a little bit. The Dolphins offensive line is really interesting in the fact that they actually have three really talented players and then two not-so-talented players, and it has created a, a really negative situation. I know people often, when they talk about offensive line play, will you know talk about, well, you're only as strong as your weakest link, right? Like the old, old chain saying. And and that's true in, in a lot of ways. You can have three really, really good players, some of them borderline pro bowlers, and then um, two really bad players, and, and it affects your entire offense. And while that Dolphins offensive line, I would say, is maybe okay overall, if you average it out, um, they will have to find a way to uh, get into the second level of this Packers defense. So if Mike McDaniel wants to commit to the run game, which I think given what we've seen out of this Packers defense recently, he absolutely should. He's going to have a challenge getting the linemen off their blocks to their second level. Well, enter Alec Ingold, uh, who is one of the best fullbacks in the league. Also happens to be a Green Bay native, former Bayport Pirate, former Wisconsin Badger, and one of the greatest stories you'll ever read. So if you don't know anything about Alec Ingold, um, a lot of really cool stuff out there about him being adopted as a kid and his upbringing and stuff. So uh, check that out. Easy guy to root for. Um, but then you take a look at the Packers linebackers. Devondre has not been anywhere close to his 2021 form. On the other side, you sort of see Quay Walker ascending. Uh, two two players kind of going in different directions. So no matter which player it is, they'll be charged with slowing down the Dolphins' running attack. And Ingold is going to be coming through the hole trying to prevent them from doing just that. If Ingold gets the better of this matchup, we may be seeing some of the back of Raheem Mostert's jersey, which I think we can all agree is just really traumatic, and we don't want to revisit that. Um, but in addition... To the whole run game thing, Ingold is a pretty darn good receiver uh, who is often unaccounted for because of all the other weapons in the Miami Dolphins offense. So that is another layup to this match, layer to this matchup. Uh, not a layup, in fact, and it's going to require a really good performance out of Quay and Devondre to to keep this Dolphins offense in check. Okay, I need to know. 
Is it Mostert or Mostert? Uh, it's I whatever I said was wrong. It felt wrong coming is out. Is that a is I that a Wisconsin know. is that a Wisconsin accent? <laughs> it's my California it's accent. It's the California <laughs> accent. I've always said Mostert, so and I usually assume no, that that's I'm correct. Wrong, it so, is. Right, okay. It is Mostert. I, I don't know what happened to me there. I just wanted to check on you, make sure you're you're okay. Um, you're 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 welcome. So the reason I, I clarify because I'm about to talk about Mr. Mostert here, and just kind of more of a general way, right? Because you've talked about it. Mostert versus this Packers defense is a big deal. As Andrew alluded to, Raheem still kind of gives Packers fans some nightmares when he's on the field. He's playing really well right now. This isn't changed. He's still a great player. He had a signature run against the Bills where he broke six tackles on one play. So he can absolutely break those tackles, which is kind of crazy. When he came into the league, he weighed like 190 pounds. So the fact that he's a tackle-breaking guy um, or he can do that is really interesting and kind of fun. At the same time, He had 142 yards before contact in that Bills game, I believe. So he's just a dynamic and dangerous player. Honestly, health is really what's kept him from being more of a household name and someone who consistently produces. Um, We know that this Dolphins team has plenty of speed and playmakers. We know the names of Waddle. We know Tyreek. But Mostert is another one that they're just going to have to be careful that he's not the reason that they're beat on Sunday. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah, it feels like anywhere you look on this Dolphins team, you're pointing at a reason that the Packers could lose or should lose. Yeah. So. Um, I guess, you know, that kind of segues into my last matchup and it's the Packers versus looking too far ahead. And I'm going to go outside the box for this one and just talk about the fact that, you know, the Packers are obviously on a two game winning streak. If they can finish running the table, winning their last three games, and they've got a really good shot at making the playoffs, but if they lose this game. Their postseason hopes are basically dashed at that point and non-existent. So winning on the road in Miami is not going to be easy, obviously, for all the reasons you listed. You've got the boogeyman Mostert. You've got Hill. You've got Waddle. Green Bay also hasn't played well on the road this year. They've won only two of their seven road games, and those were against below 500 teams. So when you think of it like that, there's a lot stacked against the Packers. And, you know, there's plenty of reasons why they, they likely could struggle against the Dolphins in this game. And it doesn't help then when you read things like the Packers dope sheet that talks about how they're on a 14 game win streak in the month of December, which is the second longest streak in NFL history. So that sounds like a jinx, first of all, if I've ever (laughs) heard one. But I think this is also a Packers team that played arguably its most complete game all season against the Rams. And, you know, the offense is starting to kind of roll the defense contained and all babe, you know, the pretty bad Rams rushing attack and force some turnovers. Um, Nixon has been a revelation for this team. So I think, you know, the Packers have a chance to get hot, pun intended, even though it's not going to be hot in Miami this weekend. And if they win this one, I like their chances, honestly, of of winning out. But as LaFleur likes to say, you simply have to go 1-0 and every week. So I think that is where this team starts is you can't look too far ahead. You can't think about it as, you know, trying to stay in playoff contention. You just have to go 1-0 and and beat a Dolphins team and not get too far ahead of yourselves at that point. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 